Hello, and welcome to Misinformation, a trivia podcast for ladies and gents who love cool trivia and sticking it to annoying teams of pub quiz who may or may not exist. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julia. Yeah. At this point, the pub quiz people are yeah, in our imagination. It's true. <laughs> I mean, there, there is still some virtual trivia happening sure right? not nearly as much as there was in 2020 for yeah, sure yeah because people were like Ugh, we're just can't yeah, do we're this hanging anymore. on everybody <laughs> we're hanging on it's all right we'll get there well uh, you know longer if you're not doing pub quiz we hope you're watching a lot of television yes i know Segway. Yeah, great job uh, love it yeah so lauren mentioned last week that people keep telling her like movies and and books to read and, and tv shows to watch mm-hmm. and she goes yeah 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 yes. um and i know that i've brought this up to her before and that uh a lot of other people really enjoy this program on the apple tv plus okay called ted lasso which is all oh, about sure. yep. you know the american coach who goes and he um coaches for a football team in england and he didn't know much which about is not that football. i yeah. well, i know uh, english football exactly yeah. so basically if you you know go into the sh- you go into the show and you don't know anything about the premier league or don't know anything about english football then which this episode is for you okay oh good by the That's way for me then because a lot of what they talk about a lot of the storylines deal with like premier league football and you know from the outside if you're not familiar with it it is it can be a little confusing so that's what this episode is this is a premier league primer i love it lay it on me so the premier league often referred to as the English Premier League or the EPL. Um, it's actually called the Football Association Premier League Limited. That's like its legal name. But um, it's the top level of the English Football League system. So there are 20 clubs within the Premier League. It operates on a system of promotion and relegation with the English Football League. So the competition was founded as the FA Premier League in 1992, following the decision of clubs in the Football League First Division to break away from the Football League which was founded in 1888 so that they could take advantage of a lucrative television rights sale to Sky coming from ITV. So the Premier League has only been around since 1992, like in our lifetimes. So yeah, that's recent. Yeah. Why is this important? The Premier League is the most watched sports league in the world. It's broadcast in 212 territories to more than 643 million homes with a potential TV audience of close to 5 billion people. So five-sevenths of the world's population watches the Premier League. Okay. Um, That's more than Eurovision, Julia. It is more than Eurovision, Lauren. That's why we're talking about it. shocking. I know. It's shocking. So there are, um, you know, the Premier League has 20 teams at any given time up in that level. But over since the inception of the Premier League in 1992, 50 clubs have competed in the Premier League, 48 English teams and two Welsh clubs. Only seven of these 50 teams have ever won the title over the last 29 seasons. So Manchester United has won 13 times. Chelsea has won five. Man City has won five. Arsenal's won three. The Black Rovers and Leicester City and Liverpool have all won one time. So, but don't worry about remembering that right now. Okay, I won't. So, how is it possible for 50 clubs to have competed in a league that only has 
20 slots. Yeah. Because of the English Football League system. This is also sometimes called the English Football Pyramid. Um, so this is oh a series of interconnected leagues for men's association football clubs in England. It also has a couple teams in Wales, um, also Jersey and Guernsey and the Isle of Man as well. So their yeah. system has this hierarchical format that has promotion and relegation between leagues at different levels, allowing the theoretical possibility of a very small club to ultimately rise to the very top of the system. Uh, So the exact number of clubs kind of varies from year to year because, you know, even at the lower levels, like clubs can leave and join leagues and merge or fold altogether. But there's an estimated average of 15 clubs per division, meaning that more than 7,000 teams are members of a league in the English men's football league system. So what this boils down to is that a certain number of the most successful clubs in each league can rise to a higher league. That's promotion. And those that finish the season at the bottom of their league find themselves sinking down a level. And that's relegation. Does this sound familiar to you now? Yes, Uh, it does. Those of our friends that also play Learned League, that's exactly how this is set up too. Mm -hmm. So um, if you finish at the top of your rundle, you may be promoted. If you finish toward the bottom of your rundle, you may be relegated to a lower level below you. So, um, and in addition to sporting performance, promotion is usually contingent on meeting criteria that's set by higher league levels. So things like having the appropriate facilities and finances and, and things set in place too. So at the top is the single division of the Premier League. That's level one, often referred to as top flight. And there are those 20 clubs. Uh, Below the Premier League is English Football League, which is divided into three divisions of 24 clubs each. So you have the EFL Championship, which is level two, the EFL League One, which is level three, and the EFL League Two, which is level four. And these are all full-time professional clubs. Uh, The next tier of non-league football is called the National League, even though it has league in the name. Um, this has a national division called the National League, which is level five. There's 24 clubs. You don't have to remember any of this. I'm just, you know, kind of filling, filling this Dispelling in for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the lowest level with a single nationwide league. Uh, then there's level six. So that's the National League North, National League South. Each have 22 clubs and so on and so on. Uh, there's level seven, level eight, level nine, level 10, and finally level 11, which is the regional feeder leagues. So in the Premier League, the rules for relegation. So Premier League, level one, 20 teams, your bottom three teams get relegated. You can't be promoted okay. when you're already in League One because you're already at the top. Um, yeah. The second, the English Football League Championship, which is level two. There are 24 teams. Uh, three teams get promoted and three get relegated. So uh, the top two auto- are automatically promoted and the next four complete in the playoffs with the winner gaining the third promotion spot and then your bottom three are relegated. So it goes on and on like this. So, you know, in the next yeah. level, level three is 24 teams, three get promoted, four get relegated. Um, level four, the English Football League two, there's 24 teams, three get promoted, four get relegated. And again, so on and so on, dividing all the way down to level 11. Okay. But what we're talking about here, is the Premier League. So there are 20 club teams in the Premier League. And during the course of a season, which usually runs from August to May, each club plays the other team twice. Um, So there's a double round robin system in place. They play once at their home stadium and once uh, at their opponent's stadium. So there's a total of 38 games played. 
Teams receive three points for a win and one point for a tie or a draw. Um, No points are awarded for a loss. So your teams are ranked by total points. And then, you know, you have to have some tiebreakers in there. So things like goal differential, goals scored. Um, And then if your points are still equal, teams are deemed to occupy the same position. But if there is a tie for the championship for relegation or for qualification to other competitions, there is a playoff match at a neutral venue. So that's kind of fun. You know, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. So for the 2021-2022 Premier League, um, it was scheduled originally to run from August 2021 to May 2022. I should note... In December 2021, multiple matches were postponed due to the COVID-19 outbreaks in multiple Mm. clubs, with many clubs calling for the league to actually shut down through 2022. Mm. So following a meeting on December 20th, this involved all 20 Premier League clubs. They made a decision to fulfill their scheduled matches over the Christmas period where it was safe to do so. And clubs were advised that if they had 13 fit players and a goalkeeper, then they should fulfill their schedules. So at this time of recording... You know, they're not quite back up to where they are, especially if you've had Mm. some outbreaks within clubs, but, you know, they're going to they're going to power through at this point in time. Yes. So 20 teams are competing in the league this season. Um, The top 17 teams from the previous season and the three teams who were promoted from the league below. Okay, just in alphabetical order. Here's here's who's in this year. Arsenal. Um, their team, okay. their team nickname is the Gunners. Um, they're from London. Mm. Um, Aston Villa. Their nicknames are the Villains or the Lions, and they're from Birmingham. Sure. Uh, Brentford. Uh, their nickname is the Bees. The Brentford Aww. Bees. I love them. They're from <laughs> London. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, they're also known as Brighton. Um, their nickname is the Seagulls or Albion, and they're from Brighton, England. Burnley, whose nickname is the Clarets, um, and they're from Burnley, Lancashire. Such a British name. Yeah, I know. I love it. Uh, Chelsea, (laughs) of course. um, Their nickname is the Blues, and they're from West London. Uh, You have Crystal Palace, uh, whose nickname is the Eagles. They're also from London. Lots of these teams are in London. Everton, their nickname are the Toffees, or also sometimes the Blues, and they're from Liverpool. Leeds United, their nickname is the Whites, and they are from Leeds, West Yorkshire. And their um, team anthem, they're they're known uh, well that their anthem is "Marching On Together." Is this like their team anthem? Like everybody just rallies around it. Uh, yeah. Leicester City, their nickname is the Foxes, and they're from Leicester East Midlands. Liverpool, whose nicknames are the Reds, um, so they are also obviously from Liverpool and their anthem as we kind of talked about in the quiz during the John Waters episode is you'll never walk alone. And that song comes from the 1945 Rodgers and Hammerstein musical carousel. So, you know, like the, like the West Ham anthem, which we'll talk about in a second, like that is from like some just random song from the 1920s that, that got picked up. But like the fact that they took a song from the, from the musical carousel and turned it into like the anthem for like literally one of the most powerful um, (laughs) sporting teams in the entire world is blows my mind. That's like, that's like if um, that is like if the Patriots Uh uh, took on uh, that rent song (laughs) about the minutes. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Yeah, 
and yeah. everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were they're ripping their shirts off and, you know. Yeah. Exactly. How do you measure? With their, with their Boston accents, just year. like. Yeah, exactly. That's what this, that's really what this is equivalent to. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. So after Liverpool, Liverpool, you have Manchester City and their nickname is either City or the Citizens or the Sky Blues. And they're from Manchester. So it's so I should point out here, too, that um, in America, you usually have a a professional football team, American football. Like you said, the New England Patriots. That's their name. Whereas over there, it's the Manchester City Football Club. But you know, you kind of want to call your team by yeah, something. Some, so some sometimes cool. you call them by their color. Sometimes there is a mascot. Sometimes they have a team name, but not always. So that's why you're getting like multiple nicknames uh, for some of these I clubs. See. Yeah. Uh, but Manchester United, they are the Red Devils. Um, and they are also from Manchester. And their chant is Glory, Glory, Man United, which is to the tune of the Battle Hymn okay. of the Republic. So it's like, All right, that's glory, pretty cool. glory, Man United. <laughs> and so like, it's, again, if you ever, <laughs> I went down a YouTube hole this week. Um, oh, yeah. Like watching fan made videos of like chants in stadiums. Oh, yeah. And so you have like 60,000 people singing this like, like folk tune like it's it's <laughs> it's awesome amazing uh, um, I love it. so after man united you have newcastle united um so their nickname is the magpies and they're from newcastle upon tyne which i'm sure i said wrong there's definitely some um uh, some silent consonants in their name for sure but sorry <laughs> <laughs> some regional some regional accent yes. uh you know elements Yes. Um, And then you have Norwich City and their nickname are the Canaries and they're from Norwich. Um, And they have their team has the oldest football chant in the world, which is on the ball city is their on the ball city is their is their oldest football chant. I don't know. They TM'd it. Um, (laughs) I mean, you have to, but it's the oldest. uh, The Southampton Saints from Southampton, Hampshire. And their anthem is when the Saints go marching in, which fits. Um, Mm -hmm. My favorite team name, you guys, is the Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, That's very good. They're also known as the Lily Whites or the Spurs, and they're from London. Um, You have Watford. Uh, Their nickname is the Hornets, and they're from Watford, Hertfordshire. Which, again, sorry, I know there's a lot of <laughs> consonants I did pronounce there that I shouldn't have. Um, and then, of course, West Ham United, which you learned all about in my previous episode, Lauren. <laughs> um, but the West Ham United, their nicknames are the Irons or the Hammers, and they're from East London. Um, so their anthem is I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. We talked a little bit yes, about that in, in my quiz. Bubbles, Good, yes. clean, fun. Yeah. And then uh, your your 20th team this year is the Wolverhampton Wanderers, nicknamed the Wolves or the Wanderers. And they're from Wolverhampton in the West Midlands. Um, so the teams that were promoted this year into the Premier League for the season were Norwich City, Watford, and Brentford. They replaced okay. Fulham, West Bromwich, Albion, and Sheffield United, who were relegated. So important to remember out of all of this, hmm. six of the teams in the Premier League they're sometimes called the big six. They have contested every season of the Premier League since 1992. They have never been relegated out of the Premier wow. League. They are Arsenal, Chelsea, mm. Everton, Liverpool, Manchester United, and Tottenham Hotspur. Okay. I have definitely heard of at least like four or five of yeah, those. Yeah. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. Like I know about Man U. Yeah. 
Like even I, even, even I you. know about Man Yes, Show. exactly. <laughs> um, so these big six, they have the biggest stadiums, the largest fan bases, and as mm-hmm. a result, the healthiest bank accounts. So basically, sure. the, here's the thing, is like this enables them to spend more money on players and it drastically reduces the statistical yep. probability that they would ever be relegated. And without the chance of being relegated, their team valuations are that much higher. So that's, exactly. that's something it's to a- really consider. This is the Yankees Patriots problem. Exactly. Exactly. There's no salary you can pay for good in the Premier League. No. For sure. Um, so I just named a bunch of teams. Lauren, in the middle of this episode, here's a mini quiz for you. Oh, Lauren, no. <laughs> is this a real team who has played in the Premier League or is it a Quidditch team from the Harry Potter series? Oh, no. You know, I don't know anything about either. Of well, it's a coin flip, baby doll. <laughs> All right. First, the Bolton Wanderers. Are they a real Premier League team who have ever played in the Premier League or are they a Quidditch okay. team? The Bolton Wanderers. I'm going to say that's a real uh, Premier League. They team. are a real Premier League team. They were most recently relegated in the 2011 2012 season. Um, the Nottingham Forest Reds. Hmm. Ooh, that's tough because it has the forest in there. And if I know anything about witches and warlocks, is that they love the forest. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, Quidditch team. They are a real football team. They were, ah, damn but it. they haven't been in the Premier League for a while. They were most recently relegated in 98-99. All right, wow. next, the Holyhead Harpies. Oh, that's definitely Quidditch. Yeah, that's Quidditch. That's the only yeah. all-female <laughs> team in the British and Irish Quidditch League, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the Huddersfield Town Terriers. I'm going to say that's Premier League. That is Premier League. They yes. were most recently relegated in 2018, 2019. Um, and then finally, the Ballycastle Bats. Uh, that's Quidditch. Yeah, that's that's Quidditch. Yeah. It, they, are, they are supposedly Northern Ireland's most celebrated Quidditch team. Mm, so okay. you did you did good on that, Lauren. Thanks. I, just, I, appreciate I thought that would be fun in the middle. Um, anyway, another thing I really need to mention about the Premier League. Teams okay. can loan out players of theirs to other clubs. Okay, like what? The what? <laughs> so, okay, Lauren, say Do your it. husband, Steve. He's a young, talented player. He's been signed <laughs> by Manchester United. <laughs> no, we're going to get this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> your, your physicist husband, Steve. Yeah. He's a young, talented <laughs> football player. He's so fast on his feet. Such a good kicker. He can bounce a soccer ball off his head so well. <laughs> so good. He's so good at that. Oh my god. Okay, I'm imagining it. Okay, 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 okay. He's so talented. He's, He's so been young and signed talented. by Manchester United. Okay. <clears throat> wow. But Manchester United's team is so good that Steve, mm. who is a very good player, can't get any playing time. Oh. So what Manchester United might do is decide to loan him out to a team that can give him more game time. So I see. Manchester United would still own his playing rights. And they would get paid some of Steve's salary from the smaller team. So this is something that does happen in the TV show Ted Lasso in season one with the character Jamie Tart. Um, he he actually has a contract with another team, and he's sent to um, to Richmond AFC to 
you know, he's loaned there um, to get yeah. some playing time in. So we don't typically see that in any sports leagues here in the U.S. that they would like no go from an actual like other team to like get some practice time um, yeah. on another team. You sometimes see players being sent up between leagues as like, you know, if you have yeah, a feeder league, thinking, feeder like, team, something like that, like from yeah, you know, farm teams. Buffalo Sabres um, NHL mm-hmm. team, their AHL team is the Rochester Americans. So maybe they would, you know, send a player down from the Sabres to play for the Amherst for a little bit and then, or, you know, bring someone up from the Amherst. But you don't typically see that between like, uh, like the same league <laughs> yeah. with um, that teams between, that hate each other, right? Yeah, opposing teams. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So some other things about the Premier League, you got to know, you know, some records. So I mentioned at the up the top, the team with the most titles is Manchester United. They've won 13 mm-hmm. times. Uh, the most consecutive title wins um, is three in a row. Manchester United did it in 98, 99, 99, double aughts and 00 to 01 and they did it again in 0607 0708 and 0809 um so the team with the most wins in total as of december 31st 2021 was manchester united and the team with the most defeats in total as of december 31st 2021 was everton the oldest player to ever play in the premier league was john burridge who was (sighs) 43 years and 162 days played for Manchester City and he played against the Queens Park Rangers in May 1995 but the youngest player Lauren and this is where our bones turn to dust um, is Harvey Elliott was aged 16 years and 30 days played for Fulham versus the Wolverhampton Wanderers in May 2019 oh my god he's such a baby such a baby Um, oh my god So the player with the most seasons played in the Premier League is Ryan Giggs, G-I-G-G-S. He played midfielder for Manchester United in 22 seasons. That was every year from 92-93 to 2013-2014. So he's a Welshman who played 963 games for Manchester United. And he also has the most assists in Premier League history and has 13 Premier League winners medals more than any other player ever in the game. Wow. Um, another player record to know, the most goals scored in the Premier League was Alan Shearer, S-H-E-A-R-E-R. He scored 260 goals from 1992-93 to 2005-06 for the Blackburn Rovers and Newcastle United. So that's like these, some of these records that will never be touched. Uh, and you know what? I've always noticed, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you know, football is kind of a low scoring Typically, game usually, yeah. right? You know, yeah, you're it is like, not uncommon to have a you're one not getting like basketball match. level. No, no, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're not getting like 108 points in a game. Certainly not. No. Yeah. All right. So what what do you get if your team's good? Okay. First, there's a trophy. So sure. the current Premier League trophy was created by the Royal Jewelers Asprey of London. It consists of a trophy with a golden crown and a malachite <gasps> plinth base. The plinth Ooh. alone weighs 33 pounds and the trophy weighs 22 pounds. Um, so it's like 30 inches tall, 17 inches wide, 9.8 inches deep. And the plinth has a silver band around its circumference upon which the names of the title winning clubs are listed. Uh, the green of the malachite represents the green field of play. And the mm. design of the trophy is based on the heraldry of three lions that's associated with English football. 
Two of the lions are found above the handles on either side of the trophy, and the third is symbolized by the captain of the title-winning team as he oh. raises the trophy and the gold crown above his head at the end of the season. Wow. Hooray. So much symbolism. Yes. Um, very. Technically, there are lot. two trophies which are identical. One stays with the Premier League champions, and the other is used by the league for various things. Just like oh, there's sure. not one Stanley Cup. There's multiple Stanley Wait, Cups. What? But like, we don't talk about that either. What? A- what? What? <laughs> I thought there's only one Stanley Cup that no, you like drank your no, beer out of or whatever. There's there's one at the Hockey Hall of Fame, and there's okay that makes the sense. team gets to have one, and then there's one yeah. that like, travels around too. Yeah. So oh, no. So the people yeah. who kiss the Stanley Cup, it's not even the real Stanley you don't Cup. Know. Maybe it's it a is. mock Stanley Cup. Maybe it is. I don't know. I touched one. Mm. It was cool. It was one of you the touched one of them. Yeah, one of the highlights of my life. Um. <laughs> so what else you get? trophy also medals so the champions are also given 40 commemorative medals made of silver they are 2.25 inches in diameter they can be distributed to the manager players and officials as the club sees fit as long as every player who played at least five premier league appearances during the title winning season gets one so much like you know super bowl ring ring. it's like you know the accountant sometimes gets one you know and you're like come on man at least they like they cap it at 40. <laughs> Here's your 40 <laughs> medals. You can distribute them accordingly. Yeah. All right. The Premier League Golden Boot is an annual award presented to the leading goal scorer in the Premier League. Since 2021, it has been referred to by its sponsorship name, the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Golden Boot. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> that just... that. That just degrades Steve us all. Steve Polly from Manchester United has received the Coca-Cola <laughs> Zero Golden Sugar Boot. I'm so proud of him. He should be. <laughs> um, in addition to the trophy, winners of the Golden Boot are usually given a thousand pounds for every goal they scored oh. throughout the season to donate to a charity of their choice. Oh, um, so, yeah, no, it's like that's nice. Um, yeah, so it's nice. Terry Henry of Arsenal has won the Golden Boot on four occasions, which is more than wow. any other player. And Henry is considered one of the greatest strikers of all time and one of the greatest players in the history of the Premier League. Um, So both Arsenal and Liverpool each have had six Golden Boot winners. So that's kind of cool. The Premier League Golden Glove is an annual award presented to the goalkeeper who's gotten the most shutouts. Or, I got to tell you, in English terms, they don't say shutouts over there. They say, kept the most clean sheets. (laughs) Oh my God, they're adorable over there. Right? Look at how cute yeah, they are. They kept Come the most on. clean sheets. Um, they call s- kerosene paraffin. They're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2021, this is also called the Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Golden Glove. No. Um, so goalkeepers Joe Hart of Manchester United and Peter Cech with Chelsea and Arsenal have each won it twice. So that's also pretty cool. So yeah. they, that means they had the most shutouts during the season most clean sheets clean sheets mm-hmm. so the premier league hall of fame was established in 2021 several criteria are taken into consideration primarily players who have had an exceptional record of on-pitch success and have shown significant contribution since the inception of the league in 1992 other factors are taken into consideration so players need to have retired before the start of the awarding season they're only judged on their domestic performances in the premier league with no other competitions considered so if you went to the olympics and won three gold medals and then your team won the world cup twice that doesn't matter these are premier league considerations 
inaugurations only. only. Yeah. So their inaugural class for 2021 was Alan Shearer. Um, we mentioned him a few minutes ago. He's scored the most goals in Premier League history. He was a forward for the Blackburn Rovers and Newcastle United from 1992 to 2006. Um, he was a Premier League champion once, won the Golden Boot three times, and he was player of the season once. Uh, Terry Henry, we also mentioned him. He was a forward for Arsenal from 1999 to 2007 and again in 2012. Won the Premier League Championship twice, won the Golden Boot four times, and was player of the season twice. Um, Eric Cantona was forward for Leeds United and Manchester United from 1992 to 1997. He won the Premier League title four times. Roy Keane, who is midfielder for the Nottingham Forest and Manchester United from 1992 to 2005, won the Premier League seven times. Um, it's also important to note for people who are fans of the show Ted Lasso, um, the showrunners of Ted Lasso have said that the character of Roy Kent is based on former Manchester United captain and midfielder Roy Keane, who is also known for his temper on and off the pitch, which is very charming. Roy is, I think, my favorite character on the show. Um, Frank Lampard was a midfielder for West Ham, Chelsea, and Manchester United from 1995 to 2015. He won the championship three times. He was player of the season once, and he has scored the most Premier League goals from outside of the like the box on the field. He scored 41 goals. That was pretty oh God, pretty wow. crazy. Dennis Bergkamp was a forward for Arsenal from 1995 to 2006. He won the championship three times. Steven Gerrard was a midfielder for Liverpool from 1998 to 2015. And of course, um, you probably know the husband of Victoria Adams, um, played midfielder for Manchester United from 1995 to 2003, won the championship six times. And his name is, of course, David Beckham. David Beckham? You've heard of him? Oh, Yeah. He has um, an unusually high voice. <laughs> Hello, I'm David Beckham. <laughs> Loves fashion. I'm here to play your football. Loves him. Like- <laughs> Loves it. Um, a couple of other player names you should know besides these ones who were in the Premier League Hall of Fame. Wayne Rooney. You might oh, have yeah. heard of him. Um, he's yeah, widely yeah, oh, considered yeah. one of the best players of his generation. Um, due to his precocious displays as a teenager, Wayne Rooney was given the nicknames Waza and the Wonder Boy, among mm. many other things. From 2002 to 2021, he played for Everton, Man U, DC United, and Derby County. He is the record goal scorer for both the England national team and Manchester United. He won the England Player of the Year Award four times in 2008, 2009, 2014, and 2015. Um, he's considered to be a if we'll say stocky player uh he's only five he's only five nine um and uh many of his managers over time have uh warned him about his fitness on numerous occasions um you know he he has a lot of skill but they you know said in the off season he he fancied himself you know one too many pints and and bags of crisps and stuff like that he loves life he the man loves life yep um Wayne Rooney. Yep. You you see a picture of him, you probably recognize him. Um, Michael Owen, who played for Liverpool, Real Madrid, um, Newcastle United, Manchester United, and Stoke City from 1996 to 2013. He was Liverpool's youngest ever goal scorer in May 1997. And in his first full season in the Premier League, he finished as the joint top scorer with 18 goals. He is one of only nine players to have scored 150 or more goals in the Premier League and is the youngest player to have reached 100 goals. Uh, He was also England's youngest player and youngest goal scorer for the England national team. Team in 1998. Um, my friend Sean, who doesn't listen to this podcast, he is a looky likey of Michael Owen, which we learned when oh. we were in England in our um, Oxford program. And many people said things like, 
are you Michael Owen? And he goes, <laughs> nope, super American. And then people would be like, hey, but you're a real lucky like you Michael Owen. And so one time we all went to like one of the sporting goods stores and bought a bunch of like England national team jerseys and like wore them to dinner one night. And we pretended that oh, he was boy. Michael Owen. That was kind oh, of Oh, did he sign some autographs yeah, and stuff? Yeah, that, that was pretty fun. I was like, uh, there, people would be like, is that? And I'd be like, he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Oh, don't please leave him alone. Yeah, we're he doesn't eating right now. It was very funny, but oh, yeah, a looky he's like a you, perfectly Michael handsome Owen. guy. I'm looking at this this looky likey. Yeah, um, the real Michael Owen. Yeah, the real Michael Owen. He's yeah, a he's great player. Got a great jaw, great head of hair, big square head, real smart. Bless him. Yeah, um, and yeah. of course another player you need to know, like you actually should know this guy. Okay, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, um, please. Yes. So he's a Portuguese pro footballer who plays for Manchester United, and he also captains the Portugal national team. He was ranked the world's highest paid athlete by Forbes in 2016 and 2017. He is the first footballer and third ever sportsman to have earned one billion with a B U.S. dollars in his career. Um, and he's oh still God. active. Can you guess? Yeah. Can you guess the other two? One is a golfer and one is a boxer. I'll give you that. Um, who are the two <sighs> other athletes, sportsmen, if you will, to have ever earned $1 billion in their career? Okay. I'm going to say Jack Nicholas. Okay. And I'm going to say um, boxer. Uh is it George Foreman? So the answers are a lot more recent than that. Um, your golfer Ooh. is Tiger Woods. Got that in oh, 2009. Stupid. I should have got that. Yeah. And your boxer is Floyd Mayweather in 2017. Oh. Yeah. And also Cristiano Ronaldo is always among like the top three highest like Instagram accounts and, you know, yep. things like that. So if you come across that name and you don't recognize it, you should. Cristiano Ronaldo. And they made that they made that really hideous bust of him in Portugal. Yes. I think it was in Porto or something. Yes, very. It's like the most yes, hideous. Yes. Google the it. It's like people who did the Lucy, Lucille Ball statue must have also made yes, the Ronaldo one. It's very bad. <laughs> All right. It's and, incredible. And finally, just some bonus facts about the Premier League that I thought seemed fun and they could potentially be useful to you at some point in your quiz sure. career. Um, on October 17th, 2009, Darren Bent scored a goal that deflected off of a beach ball before going in the net. What? So what happened during this game is a 16-year-old fan had bounced like a red Liverpool beach ball onto the field before the game, and it actually rolled into the Liverpool net, and nobody cleared ah. it out. So five minutes into what? the game, when Sunderland player Darren Bent played the football into the Liverpool zone, he shot the, the actual soccer ball at the net and it hit the beach ball and went in and Liverpool <gasps> lost their match one nothing. Oh no that so, kid must have yes, been absolutely flayed alive yes he people like found the footage of who did it and they oh, narrowed it God. down and they found it out and like he like had to go like speak to the mirror and like all these things he was like I'm so sorry I didn't know like it wasn't even my beach ball it just like bounced <laughs> through the stands and I hit it and went onto the field and I don't know why nobody cleared it out so Yes. So that I like oh, every Premier kid. League article like I was reading was like, you know, what a what a <laughs> what def this uh, goal deflected off of in 2009 yeah. against Liverpool was a beach ball. Yeah. Um, so 
<laughs> so Richard Dunn, who was an Irish former footballer who played for Everton, Manchester City, Aston Villa, and the Queen's Park Rangers from 1996 to 2015, holds the joint record for being kicked out of matches eight times and also the record for the most own goals in Premier League history. He scored oh, 10 no. own goals. That's too bad. That was Richard Dunn. All right. So as I'm looking through like records and lists and stuff like that, Lauren, Vinnie Jones, who you might know better (laughs) as the British actor from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Gone in 60 Seconds, so much more. He played as a midfielder for Wimbledon, Leeds United, Sheffield United, Chelsea, and the Queen's Park Rangers from 1986 to 1999. He was part of the Crazy Gang, which was a nickname given by the media to the Wimbledon FC teams throughout the 1980s and 1990s. And throughout his career, Jones gained a reputation for a highly aggressive and physically uncompromising style of play. And he yeah. holds the joint record for the most most Premier League red cards in one season. He got three oh. in one season. That's, Damn. And he was the first to do that in 1995-1996. I mean, so yeah, I'm looking at this correct. list and I'm like, Vinnie Jones, that's fun. I was like, is this, this isn't the same. This isn't the same Vinny Jones. Because the same um, Jones? I, like sidebar, like uh, Engineer Josh does like four really good impressions and one of them is Vinny yes. Jones. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't th- really I don't think I've heard his Vinny Jones. It's mostly he's he gonna, says next time Oh I'm Vinny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh it's okay. pretty good. It okay. sounds just like him. <laughs> no, wow. I, I fully I believe um, you. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to have him treat me to that next time I see you guys in person. It's great. Couple more tidbits. There are several current Premier League teams who are outright owned by Americans. Okay? Oh. So Stan Kroenke, who's the husband of Ann Walton, the daughter of Sam Walton, heir to the Walmart fortune. Um, we know who she Stan is. Stan owns Arsenal. Just owns it. Great. Whoa. Stan Kroenke owns Arsenal. Liverpool is owned by John W. Henry and Tom Werner of the Fenway Sports Group. They also own the Boston Red Sox. Um Tom Werner oh. of that group is the Werner in the Carsey Werner of the TV sitcom production fame. So like basically friends enabled him to own Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Weird. Crazy. And Manchester United is owned by the Glazer family. So Malcolm Glazer, mm. who was born in Rochester, New York in 1928, also owned yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But yeah. the, the Glazer family now owns Manchester United. Um, and by the way, I, Stan Kroenke he owns a shit ton of pro sports teams. He owns the LA Rams, the Denver Nuggets, the Colorado Avalanche, and among others, the newly formed Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League. No, come so on. You know. It's it's next, baby. Esports. Come on. Esports is what we got to worry about next. You mean COD? <laughs> you mean there's a COD league now? <laughs> Uh, we could, yeah, we should own a COD League team. Shoot, you know? I guess to get it on the ground floor, make I guess. Tens of dollars per season. Yeah. And then finally, uh, close it off on a really good fact. A hat trick in most goal-oriented sports means a single player who scores three goals in one match. In the yes. Premier League, and apparently other soccer leagues too, a perfect hat trick is when a player scores one right-footed goal, one left-footed goal, and one header goal in one match. Okay, Isn't that interesting, See, though? That would be that, so that hard to do. That is interesting. That would be very hard to do. Especially if you're like right-footed, scoring with your left foot is not easy. 
and no, a header is like you know it's really luck and not impossible mm-hmm. you know it's just like they're um it's like they're they're crossword puzzles you know we have <laughs> one way of doing crossword puzzles and then they do like an absolutely insane like impossible way of doing crossword puzzles so i think the hat trick thing you can make a really you one-to-one can see that. On that yes <laughs> Yes. So I know I threw a lot of sports stuff at you there, but um, no, that was great. But I, I so much. I enjoyed doing a deep dive into it. Like the again, the the kits are really fun. The fans are a lot of fun, and like oh, I yeah, can see how it. you would really get really get sucked into it. Yeah. All right. That's great. Thanks so much. Yeah, of course. Um, and our quiz tonight is called A League of Their Own. This is a quiz on early 1990s sports movies. So I will give you the year, a character or two, and a quotation or exchange from the film. And you will name the movie. Got it? I have a real pen this time. Excellent. And a whole notepad. Because Steve felt so bad that his shitty pen (laughs) ruined the quiz last His fabric pencils, if you will. This fabric pencils, again, this pen does work, so I am feeling good. Please. <laughs> Terrific. And again, I will give you the year, a character or two, and a quotation or exchange from the film, and you will name the sports movie. All right. Number one from 1993. Squints. Where did your old man get that ball? Smalls. I don't know. Some lady gave it to him. She even signed her name on it. Some lady named uh, Ruth. Baby Ruth. Number two from 1996, Shooter McGavin. You're in big trouble though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Title character, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Question three from 1992, Gordon Bombay. Now here's the long and short of it. I hate hockey and I don't like kids. Number four from 1993, Sanka. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's redacted time. Number five from 1997. Referee number one. He's right. Ain't no rule says a dog can't play basketball. Number six from 1994. Announcer. The National Football League would like to extend a special thank you to the man who rescued Dan Marino and our beloved Snowflake. Number seven from 1996. Michael Jordan. Yeah, but I'm a baseball player now. Number eight from 1994. Julie Pierce. When do I learn how to break boards and stuff like that? Miyagi. Why break boards? What boards do to you? Number nine from 1994. Ranch Wilder. And Ben Williams makes a miraculous catch. Roger. Holy cow. And finally, number 10 from 1992. Gloria. I'm going to get on that motherfucking show and I'm going to win because I'm filled with more useless goddamn information than any human being on this fucking planet. Who's James K. Polk? How many moons are on Pluto? What's a quince? It's a food, Billy, that starts with the letter Q and I got seven more. I'll give you about a minute to think and then be back with your answers.
cabs flee Primordial soup of a man And I know the trouble you've gotten in Leave this trouble half cut and down If I know better, I don't know better I'm feeling good about this because I've seen most of yeah, this. Yeah, that's <laughs> which great. I'm really proud of. That's you know great. I don't see a lot of movies. The nineties um, were such a good time for like, oh. like family sports movies. You know, yes. maybe other than Number Ten, but um, you know, it. I love I love so many of these. They're great. I just needed to share. All right, uh, you ready, Lauren? Yes. All right, number one from 1993, Squints. Where did your old man get that ball? Smalls. I don't know. Some lady gave it to him. She even signed her name on it. Some lady named Ruth. Baby Ruth. What's the film? Uh, uh, That's The Sandlot, which I've seen like 90 times. You have seen The Sandlot like 90 times? You know, not for nothing. That's true. I do like baseball, and yeah. I also played softball in middle school. I was a starting second baseman. I can still catch like the devil. Come on. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> it is the Sandlot. Um, so quick synopsis. Scotty Smalls moves to a new neighborhood with his mom and stepdad, and he wants to learn to play baseball. Rodriguez, who's the neighborhood baseball guru, takes Smalls under his wing, and soon he becomes part of the local baseball buds. Beyond the fence at the back of the sandlot menaces a legendary ball-eating dog called the Beast. Um, so you'll just often hear people quote like the you're killing me Smalls line, like P- Ham Porter's famous line, you're killing me Smalls. It's a yes. paraphrase of a very famous quote. Um, so spoken by Denver Broncos coach Lou Saban in 1969, he was very like he was mic'd up up for a game caught by saying they're killing me whitey they're killing me um so like it's this just like famous perpetuating um you know sports quote that has been out there and the line was also paraphrased the previous year in a league of their own too so oh it had a you know it was kind of an homage to this all right number two 1996 shooter mcgavin you're in big trouble though pal i eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast title character you eat pieces of shit for breakfast um, uh, I have a vague recollection of this film, but I don't remember. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. that it's Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. This is a Happy Gilmore. Oh, Shooter yeah, McGavin I definitely did is, not see that. is a very famous character from that. So um, in Happy Gilmore, this of course stars Adam Sandler. Uh, he stars as a hockey player wannabe that finds out he has the most powerful golf drive in history. So he joins mm. the PGA Tour to make some money to save his grandmother's house. This is the of film course. in which like Bob Barker is there. He gets in a fight with Bob Barker. Um but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't a know. Vague recollection I don't know. I'm not. A, it's not my favorite, of course. But no, you know. I'm not a big. You should know Adam who Shooter Sandler McGavin is. Fan. All right, number three from 1992. Uh, Gordon Bombay uh, says, "Now here's the long and short of it. I hate hockey and I don't like kids." 
Well, it's the Mighty Ducks. Of course it's the Mighty Ducks. And I'm glad you didn't yeah. get tricked into saying, you know, one of the sequels. So it's the Mighty Ducks, of course, 1992. So Gordon Bombay, who is a hotshot lawyer played by Emilio Estevez, he's haunted by memories of his childhood because he was the star player on his championship hockey team, but he lost the winning goal in a shootout. Um, after being charged for drunk driving, the court orders him to coach a peewee hockey team, the worst in the league. But he eventually gains the respect of the kids and teaches them how to win and in the finals they face gordon's old team coached by gordon's old coach so there's oh, you know boy. the haunting and the horrors and all oh, that stuff no. but, um yeah that, and actually some of the some of the kids who were in the sandlot actually were also in mighty ducks so um there's a little bit oh. of synergy there too mm-hmm. I say, okay. mm-hmm. all right number four from 1993 sanka says feel the rhythm feel the rhyme get on up it's redacted time that's cool running. It Another is movie cool I've seen runnings. like 90 times. Yes, I love this. I love this movie. So cool running. If you haven't seen it yet, why not? You know what? Turn off this podcast great. right now. Get it's on so Disney good. Plus or go find a VHS tape and just go watch Cool Running. So in this film that's based on a true story, four Jamaicans mm-hmm. form their country's first ever bobsled team to compete in the upcoming 1998 Winter Olympics. And they enlist the help of a disgraced former Olympic gold winner to reluctantly coach them. This was John Candy's final film to be released before he died of oh, a heart attack. Um, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so this was a, to take place in the 1988 Calgary Winter Olympics, which was also the setting for Eddie the Eagle, in which, you know, our boy, oh, Eddie, yeah. our boy Eddie just wanted to do ski jumping. And he also was Bless helped him. by a disgraced former, <laughs> former yes. coach. Yes. But um, contrary to like what happens in the in the movie Cool Runnings, the Jamaican team was actually met with open arms by the international bobsledding team. They weren't sure, like yeah. they weren't like. What are you doing here? You do not belong here. You know, they're no, everybody. Yeah, they were like, yay, yay, awesome. (laughs) Like one of the other teams actually like lent them a backup sled so that they could qualify. So like there was, there was a nice feeling of camaraderie about it. But anyway, I love that movie. I love it. All right. So good. Number five from 1997. Referee number one. He's right. Ain't no rule says a dog can't play basketball. Uh, This is Air Bud. (laughs) It is. Have you seen this 90 times too? No, I haven't. I don't think I've actually ever seen Airbud. Well, yeah, me neither, actually. So, <laughs> the, the like the plot of this is an unexpected player joins the school basketball team, a circus dog who escaped from a cruel master. As oh, of now, okay, if you had to ballpark, how many films would you think are in the Airbud franchise? Uh, I would say three. There are 14 films in the no. Airbud franchise. <laughs> Including five in the Air Bud series, seven in the Air Buddies series, and two Christmas spinoffs of the Air Buddies series. Um, oh so my as God. of as of January 2022, there are 14 films in the Air Bud franchise. That's so, so many. That's it's too so many. many. It's so many. All right, number six from 1994, announcer. The National Football League would like to extend a special thank you to the man who rescued Dan Marino and our beloved Snowflake. I mean, this is clearly like a football movie and I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I would call it a football movie. No. Oh geez. Well then I don't even know. 
I I put nothing. I have ninety four. Okay, this is this is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh yeah, I definitely did not see. I mean, this. I didn't see it either. But apparently, it's you know you think about you're supposed to think about it as a sports movie. Um, so see. in this, Jim Carrey is our goofy detective named Ace Ventura, who specializes in animals. He goes in search of the missing mascot of the Miami Dolphins. I think along the way, like Dan oh. Marino gets kidnapped too, and he. It's, I don't know. Sure. There's actually like some very problematic things in it when you look back at it nowadays. I can imagine. Um, but, um, you know, it was very beloved for the 90s, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and how there many, are still people. And how many teenage boys were just Ugh. quoting Ace Ventura Ugh. at you in hopes that you would, I don't know, either go on know. a date let with them, them or let them feel let you them up see in the your homework. Of the car. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I went, I went dark on that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So next, number seven from 1996, Michael Jordan. Yeah, but I'm a baseball player now. This is Welcome to the Space Jam. It is Space Jam. You know, it was funny. Like, as I was looking through, like, the quotation section on IMDb, it was very much like Bugs Bunny and Tweety Bird. (laughs) And like, yeah, you know, or like one of the names of like the Monstars or whatever. So it's hard to find a quote that didn't. (laughs) Wasn't like, hey, Michael, thanks for playing basketball with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yes, of course, the original Space Jam, in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. Um, and just a, just a little tidbit about Michael Jordan. He wore his North Carolina Tar Heel college basketball shorts under his Chicago Bulls uniform in every single game he played as a good luck charm. I can't imagine that they were even recognizable as a clothing item by the end of his career. But um, but yeah, he was very superstitious about that. I will say a great documentary that's on Netflix is The Last Dance, Mm -hmm. which is about the final season of um, of. Michael Jordan with the Bulls Mm -hmm. and it is amazing it's amazing it's amazing and I'm not really like a huge basketball fan but Mm -hmm. it's like it's great it's it talks about his life it talks about like his career and how he has like this crazy intense single-minded focus on being the absolute best no matter what it's a great documentary I highly recommend it yeah for anybody yeah awesome all right we're nearing the end number eight from 1994 Julie Pierce, when do I learn how to break boards and stuff like that? Miyagi, why break boards? What boards do to you? This is Karate Kid 2. I'm sorry, Lauren. This is (gasps) the next Karate Kid. No, no. Yes, 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 yes. Is this the one 1994, with the next Karate Kid. So this is Miyagi meets the widow of his commanding officer and he gets to know her granddaughter, Julie, who's played by Hilary Swank. She is an angry teenager who's still feeling the pain of losing both her parents in an accident. She's having problems with her grandmother. And Miyagi decides to teach her karate to get her through the pain and issues and back onto the right path. So I don't think this one was well received, whether it was because um, people didn't think girls should be playing karate or, or what, but you know, you sometimes hear this as a punchline for things, but I don't know why. That's a shame. I didn't even know there was a third one, to be honest. Mm. The next one. The next Karate Kid. All right. Number nine from 1994. Ranch Wilder. And Ben Williams makes a miraculous catch. 
Roger. Holy cow. Uh, this is Angels in the Outfield. It is Angels in the Outfield. See, I thought this was the hardest one. This was the one I also saw like 90 times. Wow. I saw Angels in the Outfield a bunch of times. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, when a boy prays for a chance to have a family, if the California Angels win the pennant, Angels are assigned to make that possible. And two of the actors who played Angels players, Adrian Brody and Matthew McConaughey, went on to win Academy Awards for Best Actor. Get out. I didn't know that those two. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. Yeah. All right. And finally, number 10 from the year 1992. Gloria. I'm going to get on that motherfucking show and I'm going to win because I'm filled with more useless goddamn information than any human being on this fucking planet. Who's James K. Polk? How many moons are on Pluto? What's a quince? It's a food, Billy, that starts with the letter Q and I got seven more. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. It sounds amazing, Uh honestly. Okay, you should know this one. Well, not like you personally should know this one, but it's one you should know (laughs) in general. Okay, okay. Is white men can't jump. So. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So that's, um, what's the name with the name of the boy? Gloria. It's a Rosie Perez. Yeah. So White Men Can't Jump stars Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson as streetball hustlers. And Rosie Perez is Woody Harrelson's girlfriend, Gloria. Her goal in life is to be on Jeopardy. And she gets on the show and makes a big comeback with her dream category, foods that begin with the letter Q. <laughs> you know, I think I've watched like half of it while it was uh-huh. on cable at one point. And I really should. I mean, Rosie Perez is an absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. So funny. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Can't do any wrong. I yeah. should probably watch the rest and of that's that really what so I'm taking very away from funny. it. Less, less the basketball hustling and more of the Rosie Perez part, I think. Is yeah. Stuck with I me, mean, but. She's the star, frankly. Yes. Terrific job, Lauren. That was great. That's a great quiz. Thank you, Julia. I really You're enjoyed welcome. It. Thanks, everybody, for, for sticking with us and learning all about sports. Yeah, which, I'm learning about sports. Which sometimes, it's great. Sometimes trivia people don't like to learn about sports, so I don't know. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes that's why you have a team. Yeah, you know, that's you why you have a team. got one sporto on your team. Exactly. You got to do it. It's a well-rounded grouping. It's really exactly. nice. We can't also, all know everything. Don't, don't forget to pre-order Neil's book. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's Patrick Swayze book. It comes out in April 26th of this year. Um, it's going to be beautiful. Check it out on, uh, I think, bookshop.org is a good uh, yeah. place for you to pre-order things. Because they always give money to um, indie booksellers. Bookstores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always important. Awesome. So thanks so much, you guys. Enjoy the rest of your January. Woohoo! If you're doing dry January, congratulations. You're almost there. Yes, you're doing great. You're almost done. If you're like the rest of us who (laughs) haven't been able to do dry January Mm. based on the events of the world in 2022, you got it. No judgment here. No judgment. No judgment here. No judgment here. We're all doing what we gotta do. (laughs) All doing what we gotta do. So thanks for so much for listening, Woo-hoo. guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. A lot of other listeners have have enjoyed uh, a certain program on the Apple TV network. What's it okay. called? Apple TV. <laughs>
sure. Anyway. Apple TV. Apple. Apple Plus. Plus. Whatever. Apple Plus. Yes. Yep. Um, all together. Okay. I start my sentence again. Uh, a program that's on Apple Plus. Okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Just say I don't know what the line. I don't even know where I was. What I said at this all, point. You said Apple TV and you said Apple Plus. I said put it all together. It's Apple TV Plus. Oh, that's so complicated. Okay. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. People know what we're talking about. It's the Apple show. It just sounds. <laughs> it's the Apple TV show. It's a trivia podcast. Need to know the, the we have dozens of listeners. <laughs> Get it right, Julia. <laughs> <laughs>